This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Today's comment comes from Rat Mutt, which is an insane thing to think about if rats had different breeds. A mutt rat. Sounds like a nice little pet. He writes, yes, yes, very nice. The product was damaged when arrived, but works well and produces audible giggling noises from homo sapiens within hearing distance. This might be my favorite comment yet. Mainly because I'm a rabid consumer of capitalism and I like people that are like me. And yeah, the product is never not gonna be damaged as long as you're working with these goods. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip, then you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. I changed my outfit six times today and I still hate why, what I'm wearing. Why? You look so cute. I'm wearing... It's, explain to them what I'm wearing. I'm wearing. She's wearing. I'll explain because you're gonna be like, I'm wearing a poop-covered hat. It's not covered in poop. It just looks like oh it. Oh my god. She's wearing a very cute beret. It's black. The beret it, is fine. It, well, all right. I'm wearing a mock neck. She's wearing rib, a cute white tee. <laughs> so you don't want me to explain it. <laughs> okay, go. She's wearing a mock neck, a mock turtleneck. So it's like a half turtleneck, and it's cute. It cuts her neck nicely, which sounds <laughs> I'm bad. bleeding. <laughs> Ow. Uh, and it's white, and it's short sleeve and it's ribbed. It has a little stain on the front. <laughs> it matches my poop color beret. Oh, it's not poop color, sorry. It's black. Depending, I mean, <laughs> well, you eaten charcoal? Have you eaten Burger King? Um, tea on Burger King? <laughs> really weird Burger King reference from seven years ago when they had black buns. <laughs> There's going to be three people who are like, that's everything <laughs> she's wearing like these really nice black linen pants linen cigarette capris is that what those are called yeah i think cigarette pants are when they only they're not like high waters but they they kind of go in a little bit it's like a little french girl my dad would call those clam diggers my mom would call them high waters oh, cute. and linty so she's funny they well, have tell them about my shoes. Well, here's my thing. She's got black beret, white tee, black cigarette pants, and these cute little white and black Oxfords that look so good on her. And so she's like this little this little black and white cookie, and it's perfect. I hate it. Well, <laughs> what are you going to do? That's okay. I changed actually six times. Why? I couldn't figure out what to wear. What didn't? What don't you like about it? I feel ugly. Oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> no. You don't look ugly. You look beautiful. That's nice. You know what I was thinking? I love the way your hair is curled today. Really? I started using a, a wand now. I'm going to do a YouTube video that's like, because we the other day, for those of you that are listening, I got my photos taken by a friend of mine, and his wife was just cut her hair. Yeah. And she was like, I love how you style your hair. I don't know how to do it because it's just, it's so new. And I was like, ooh, this is what you do. And I was showing her how to how to wrap her hair around the wand and stuff and telling her secrets about middle parts. And I was like, I'll send you a video. And then I realized 
I don't have a video to send her, so I'm going to make a video. Oh, my God. Just not for her. I mean. <laughs> hey, Jenny. Ostensibly for her. <laughs> but I'll, like, make it for the internet of, like, how I style short hair because I feel like I figured it out after so long. Well, you've, you have a very good gift for styling hair. Like, always. Like, when it was long, when it was super long, when it was mid-length, when it's short. Like, you've always been good. And I feel like the days where you're like, my hair looks bad, like, it still looks great. And I think, but you always, you wanted to be a hairstylist before, like when you were, how old were you? I wanted to be an actress first and then a hairstylist and then a choreographer. And then I feel like if everything failed, I would either edit for another YouTuber or I would do hair. Oh, you're such a good editor. Thank you. You're welcome. I was was watching the, um, this will probably come out after that video anyway. So I was watching the, um, the Amazon gift guide and I... Still can't stop laughing when you put your golem's eyes on your eyes. I love golem. 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 His name is Golem. It's Golem. What are you talking about? Are you dumb? What are you doing? (laughs) It's not Golem. It's Golem. Yes. (laughs) I mean, you tricked me. Don't say something with such conviction unless you're right. And you were right that one time. Here we go. Here's the lowdown. Our guest didn't show up today. Thank you. So we're going to do a full-on tip jar, which is nice because Irene and I only get to do these when no one shows up. (laughs) When we get canceled on. Which is also, you're also the person I turn to when a boy cancels on me. I'm like, hey, do you want to come get a drink with me? And you say yes. And just play Scattergories at a bar. Oh, my God. I love that game. Do you want to tell them what happened the other day? <laughs> How far should we go into this? I will. I will. Okay. So with I'll, I'll just breeze over it. So Irene and I were playing Scattergories the other day. If you haven't played Scattergories, it's a game where it's you get two and a half minutes and a sheet that has 12 blanks on it, you roll a letter of the dice, like an alphabet die, and if it lands on the letter F, there's 12 different categories that you have to answer with your answer starting with F. So if it was like city, you would say Frankfurt. Right. Or Fredericksburg. (laughs) But if we both said Frankfurt, then none of us would get the point. Yeah. But if it was like name a, a cartoon character with the letter B. And I was like, Bumblebee Man, I would get two points because it was the same. It was a B used twice. Yeah, depending on how you wrote Bumblebee. I'd say like Bugs Bunny. Well, sure. Because <laughs> Bumblebee is one word. Well, depending on which Bumblebee Man you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, we were playing this game and it was the category was things that are cute. And, <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the lizard one. Do this oh, one. No! Do this one. Do this one. Do this one. Okay, there's two stories in the same game. <laughs> this one's really embarrassing, and I'm I'm just gonna breeze over it, um, so that I don't die. Anyway, Irene and I ended up writing a, a boy's name, the same boy out of nowhere, <laughs> the same boy who we like hadn't talked about in a while, like just a bo- just a boy's name who we were both like, he's cute. <laughs> But it's so weird because it was like things that are cute. And then I took a picture and sent it to him. And we asked like 20 people the same night, like, how would you feel if someone (laughs) sent you a picture of like two people saying you're very cute? And everybody was pretty. Everybody. Here's the thing that happened. Everybody smiled the second they heard it. If I was like me and Megan both write things that are cute. A Amanda Hayes. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, and smiled. Yeah. So that's all. I mean, 
There's no way that could be construed poorly. Yeah, it's only a good thing. Now go for the le- lizard. Oh. But let me <laughs> let me preface this with I don't know what I was thinking. Well, and I'm a little smart. No, she's incredibly smart. She she won every time we played categories. If you have to preface something with you're smart, you're probably not. So we it's it was one of those things that like you know when somebody's like, how do you spell um something that you make out of pillows and you're like f-o-r-t 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 and then somebody's like what do you eat soup with and you're like a fork like it was just one of those like brain switches yeah and so the the prompt on list seven or whatever was insects and our letter was l Uh uh-huh and so oh i could have said lightning bug oh that would have been good um but you didn't Mm -hmm. what you said (laughs) So we're all saying our, so Megan was the one who was like, okay, what everybody get? And so we're going around. Somebody says, uh, ladybug. I say lice. And Megan so confidently says, lizards. And everyone was like, "Uh uh-huh. And then we all agreed. And then one of us was like, pardon? Pardon? Excusez-moi. And so it was just like one of those things where you were like, oh, I was so confident but it was the funniest lizards because yeah i like i've never been that confident ever no, number one about anything about anything and the way that i did we we exacerbate it and exaggerate it so much now it's one of our main inside jokes because it's like we're holding a piece of paper and we look at each other scrunch our face and go lizards <laughs> it's it's one of those things that like if Every single time I think about it, I laugh. It's so... I just don't know why I was so confident. That's... Uh, where is that when I'm talking to boys? Well, we all believed it, though. We were like, yeah, insects, mm-hmm. lizard. Hmm. Lizards. <laughs> I guess it takes us into our... Into doing our tip jars. If yeah. This is your first time listening. Every now and then we do a tip jar, which is submitted by you. All of these are one or two word suggestions that you tweet me at Megan Mattoon and we make a big list of all of them and we're going to see how many we can get to. We give our best piece of advice, our best quick tip on any of your suggestions. So if you want to get in the pool, tweet me and be a part of it. Oh, should there be like a hashtag so that people can tweet you anytime? Ooh, yeah. Hashtag tip jar. Hell yeah. Or hashtag jat tip jar. Just a tip jar. <gasps> Just a tip jar? <laughs> That's everything. I like it. I love her. Hashtag just a tip jar. That's that's cute. That's everything. Or hashtag lizards. Alright. I'll cut that out. <laughs> Leave it in. I want them to know I didn't laugh. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to begin? Yes. We're going to begin our first tip jar with lizards. What's a tip your, on lizards? Yeah, your best tip on lizards. I think they're a really good low responsibility pet to give a kid. <gasps> like if a kid really wants a dog, you can be like, let's start you off with a lizard and see how well you take care of it. Oh, that's pretty good. That's what my parents did to me. Do you had a lizard? I had a lot because I never got a dog. <laughs> I probably had like nine lizards. What's the coolest lizard la- name that you had? I think Eddie came up with it. I think it was Slinky. That's the best? Oh. <laughs> What's your best lizard name, Megan? Um, I'm I'll leaving this ch- silence in. <laughs> Here's my lizard tip, okay? Hook me up. If you want to catch them, grab them by the tail. That's how you catch lizards. 
I'm from Florida, and that's how we did it. Wait. Huh? Are you joking? No. Because the tail comes off. Not when you grab it. That's the whole point. That's the reason it comes off. Because people grab lizards' tails? Well, yeah, because like they've evolved to like let their tail come off of them because like if something grabs it by that, then they can still get away. But that's how you still catch them. What kind of lizards were you catching? Florida lizards. Oh, I was like, we had like desert lizards. So if you tried to get it by the tail, it would just, uh, and then you'd have a little tail. Gross. Yeah. Scary. I bet it still is that. But you, I mean, even if it's a fleeting moment, you would have caught a lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, also, here's, it's, this is not a tip, but this is a fun fact, I think. I th- when lizards mate, isn't doesn't their thing show they're like oh they're like under chin flap yeah they show that it's red to mate oh I didn't know that no uh uh-uh. some my sister's really funny sometimes and she took a photo of the lizard with her his like neck out in red like erect and she took a photo and put it on her story and she was like you're not my type and I was like this is funny that's funny yeah right get a girl get a girl all right next one. <laughs> Tip on nightmares? Ooh. Just try to forget it? When you're in it? Oh, yikes. When you're in it? Yeah. Try to wake up? What I'll try to do to prevent nightmares is, like, the last thing I'll think about before I go to bed is, like, a puppy or, like, oh, God, I'm a child. (laughs) Is a puppy or a rainbow? Um, But I'll try to have, like, really, really happy thoughts before I go to bed. Every every time? If I'm scared, I'm going to have a nightmare that night. Why would you be scared? Like, if you watched a horror movie? Yeah. Or, like, Disturbia, if you're me. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, how to prevent nightmares. Or just a tip on nightmares. I guess how to prevent... Well, before I go into my tip, what do you normally think about, like, before you go to sleep? Even if you don't think you're going to have nightmares. Just, like, that day or a boy I like or, like, if something's coming up that I'm excited for. Yeah. What about you? That's usually good. Sometimes I'll replay something an event in my life whether it was something that day or another time into like excruciating detail from every perspective and it's probably too much work for my brain to do does that help you fall asleep or is it just like a thing that you want to like think about I think I want to think about it but like if I want to go to sleep I I pray (laughs) I love that I can never get to the end. I get to my thank yous, my what's up, God, and then I, like, fall asleep. And then you're like, peace. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh, but tip on nightmares. Mm, Don't eat wild food. Like, don't eat pork rinds before you go to bed. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that? I didn't know that. I think different foods affect you differently. Maybe, like, don't fall asleep with Snickers in your mouth. That was one time. (laughs) (laughs) Tip on workplace drama. Ooh. You'll be better at this than me because I've never really had a, a a job where I've had other coworkers that are like, aside from when I was serving, but there's no drama there. I mean, I really love tea, but I don't like being a part of it. So I just like hearing about it. What do you mean being a part of it? Like if it's about you? Yeah. Like I don't like being in the drama. So I just try oh, to stay yeah, like low does? key. Some people do. Like oh, I, I used to work right. in a restaurant with only girl servers. So it was a very catty environment. And like if if Kim got the patio section instead of um, Miriam, oh. that was like a whole thing. Yeah. So like that I would always just kind of like be a listening ear to like get all the tea. Yeah. <laughs> and then side with my friends and tell them like what was going on. And I'd be like, listen, like is it actually that important? So I would – I guess I'd try to be a mediator. In workplace drama? Yeah. Yeah. 
I guess my tip would be to try and stay away from it as far as much as possible. Like, go to work, do your work, and leave. That's smart. Like, don't even be a part of it. When you were serving, were you, like, friends with your other servers? Like, friends, like, hang out after work? Yeah. No. Really? No, I've always been, like, if work is work, I go and I do the job and I leave. Like, it's, I've never hung out with anyone from work. Really? Yeah, I like to keep it super separate. Also, nobody really had the same, like, common interests as me. Like, mm-hmm. I would go into work and, like, talk about a comedy special and everybody would be like, I don't care. I don't know who Dimitri Martin is. And I was like, well, then I have no business being here. <laughs> then I quit. Then I quit, honestly. Bye. This is a bad establishment if you're hiring people that don't know what comedy is. <laughs> and this is the comedy store. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be wild to work at the comedy store. I knew someone who did. I don't he think I would like it. it. Yeah. But he was like, he was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a tip on sugary cereal? Ooh. Yeah, eat it dry. Huh? Eat it dry. Do you mean without milk? Mm-hmm. Why would we do this? Because then it's like a fun snack. And then you don't have to wash any dishes. Of course. What cereal would you rather eat dry? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ew! What? Are you kidding? What's your favorite sugary cereal? Wench. Um... (laughs) I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. French Toast Crunch. I like Fruity Pebbles. Oh, yeah. I don't like Fruity Pebbles. I like them on yogurt. Yes. You introduced me to Ooh, that. Ooh, here's, here's a quick tip on frozen yogurt. Tart, mm-hmm. strawberry poppers. Hopefully they have that in your region. <laughs> Fruity pebbles. Fresh strawberries. Oh. Fresh blueberries. A little bit of condensed milk. That's a very good order. It's incredible. It's not something I would order, but like I respect that so much. It's the only way to get it. How close-minded would I be if I truly thought that? If you're like, you're getting kiwi? I've never (sighs) judged someone less in frozen yogurt. That's probably the least. (laughs) That's the least judgmental. (laughs) Because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, live your life. I always think it's interesting when people get like, you know what I hate actually? I do judge people on frozen yogurt sometimes. (gasps) I hate when somebody gets like cheesecake and... um. Like poppers and something like, like just, it's not like they went super sweet dessert or like super fresh healthy. Yeah. They get like granola and brownie bits and a kiwi and like this thing. And I'm like, pick, pick a side. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I do judge people too on you because I feel like even though you're, maybe this is the, the way that I am. It's even if I'm cooking for myself, I present it as if I was at a restaurant, like Mm -hmm. I'm very into presentation of everything. So like. Make it look better than just, like, (laughs) slabbing everything on and throwing that here. Like, yikes. But here's the thing. Do you mix yours up before you eat it or do you (gasps) eat it in sections? Mix it up? I mix mine up. What? What? Oh, my God. (laughs) What do you mean? You mix it up? So, okay. So what you're telling me and all of the listeners Mm -hmm. is that you eat all the toppings. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But you eat. You don't have it all together. Okay. It's funny that you told me to shush and then didn't make sense. <laughs> of course. I eat, I do like a the trail mix complex where I get a little bit of this, the, now I can't talk. Mm. 
<laughs> I get a little bit of the tart, and then I get a little bit of the strawberry, and I get a little bit of the fruity pebble. But I'm not mixing it up. But don't you then end up with um? Don't you then end up with like a bunch of empty yogurt at the bottom? Not if your ratios are right. Hmm. I'm. You, you're telling me you mix it up like a like cake batter. Yeah. Wow. But what I'll do sometimes is I'll get blueberries and granola and I'll eat all the blueberries first because I don't like when they get frozen. And then I'll mix my granola in. So it's like a little treat. <laughs> you have granola in your frozen yogurt? Mm-hmm. Where do they have that? Um, Just at like every frozen yogurt. Place. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> I see. Anyway, what was it? Sugary cereal. Yeah, a what's tip? yours? What's my tip? Mm-hmm. Um, eat it before some some of them can be eaten soggy and they're better. And some of them aren't. Which? What are you even saying? What? Okay. What is better soggy? Hmm. Pops. You ever had pops? Corn pops? Yeah. I love me a corn pop. But you can't eat them right away. That's the only time you can eat them. All right. I'm done with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Vegetables on pizza. Do you have a tip for this? Get black olives. Fine. I'm not saying I would join you. Of course. But, like, fine. What's yours? Um, Vegetables on pizza. I get a tip for that? I guess, like, don't. That's good. <laughs> because I think a lot of them have a lot of um, moisture in them, so it makes the pizza kind of soggy. Yeah. I don't like that. Have you ever and seen it's not broccoli props. on a pizza? I've gotten broccoli on a pizza before. Don't do that. Agree. What are you doing? I was in a really weird place. I was ordering pizza without cheese and a lot of vegetables Not on it. you. Anyone doing <laughs> no, this. No, but I'm, I was in the wrong mindset. <laughs> if you're putting broccoli on a pizza, you shouldn't be. But if you're going to do it, shred it up. Oh, don't, yeah. Okay. Don't, like, make – what are those things called? Like, full-on slices? Like Oh, like a, like like a, a whole stock on the slice? Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, that's gross. Hate it. Bad question. <laughs> Do you have a tip for bad smells? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> um, I don't know, like Febreze? Febreze anything? What oh, they- wait. What's that thing you use? This uh, PF Candle Co. room spray? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. That one's really good. That smells so good. I don't know if that takes away the scent because I think Febreze kind of takes it away. I think. I mean, that's what the commercials have led us to believe. <laughs> P.F. Candle Co. makes the best room spray. It's Pinon. P.I. Yeah, was... Spanish N-O-N. <laughs> what is that called? The N-Y I... thing? Oh, gosh. What is that called? T- a tilled. It's a tilled on top of an N. But I don't know what the actual letter is called. Oh, you're 100% right. Nice. It's an N with a tilled hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tilled hat. That'd be such a funny hat. A That'd tilt? be a good Halloween costume. It would just be a Spanish N. <laughs> That's a really good one. Because, but what if you're in a situation where you can't spray something? Like, have you ever been on like a subway and there's like a crazy homeless person mm. next to you and you can't breathe? I mean, I would probably just get up and move. It's a packed subway. You can't go anywhere. Oh, then I guess I just have to stick next to the guy. How do you breathe? Through your mouth? Yeah. What about you? What's your tip? The same thing. <laughs> She's so disappointed and <laughs> sad. 
Ugh. Have you ever been around someone that has like incredibly bad breath, but you like, what do you do? Yes, dude. One of the girls in my high school drama class had the worst breath. And I just like, I, I didn't know what to say. I wasn't going to ever like be like, hey, your breath is terrible. Because I think she like had halitosis. Like, I don't think it was a thing oh. where she like loved curry like I <laughs> which she did but it didn't help the halitosis yeah but yeah dude I don't know that one I mean I I offer people gum all the time it's not because they have bad breath but I would probably just be like oh do you does anybody want a piece of gum yeah and hope that they would say yes and if she never said yes I just have to live with it Ugh. I don't think I could ever date somebody with like really bad breath though no what about you what's your bad breath tip <laughs> what's your bad breath today <laughs> what's my bad breath tip i guess always have you know what here's my breath tip oh. this is a self-care tip more than it is dealing with other people's bad breath it's <laughs> brush your tongue oh yes because a lot of people don't who doesn't like it's just like a thing like it's just like oh i'm brushing my teeth i forget to brush my tongue that's yeah. how i and that's how i finish out my toothbrushing session yeah yeah. Do you do like a special tongue thing or do you use the back of the toothbrush or do you use the toothbrush itself? I use a toothbrush because I have a spin head thing. Oh, nice. So I don't have a back. But I used to have like Oral-B made these little things that looks like a like a weird dream catcher thing. And to scrape your tongue, which yeah. is like the grossest thing in the world. They had a really good commercial campaign for those. Did you ever see that? Really? Yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, it was funny? It was really good. How did they get around it being gross? It was like, do you like spooning? And it was like talking a lot about spooning. And it was the guy like acting it out with like a whatever. And then it was like, what you like, you, you'll always pull a spoon down your tongue to see if you have bad breath. Why not just fix it with like this thing? Da, da, da. It was great. You'll always pull a spoon down to see if you have bad <laughs> breath. I've never done that. You've never like taken a spoon, dragged it across your tongue, and then waited for it to dry. What the heck are you talking about? That is such an unrelatable thing. I swear to God, I bet so many people have done this. This is so... They made a whole commercial about it. I people do it. I can't believe that that went through to production. <laughs> that's, I can't even think of something that that's like saying. That's... You've never heard of that. Have you ever tried to look at what color your eyes are so you stab them to <laughs> pull them out and <laughs> see? Like, that's so weird. No one's ever done that. That is such a thing. I guarantee you, they made a whole commercial about it. People do it. So you're telling me that you put a tongue, uh, a spoon mm -hmm. on your tongue, like the the concave side yeah. down. Yeah. And you lick it. No, no, no. You, <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> what you do is you lightly drag it. Oh, gross. So it like gets some saliva on there and then you let it dry and then you smell it and that's how your breath Are smells. Are you kidding me? No. Why would anyone <laughs> do this? a bad breath. This is not okay. All right. Can't you just, this is how I check if I have bad breath. I put my, my hand up to my face and I go, and I smell it. But then it. you're just smelling your hand. Which is also actually a really weird thing and only a few people know this about me. But I sleep with my hand on my face. Like, I don't, I don't think you've ever seen me. Oh, we've stayed no, in I've hotels seen together. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I've ever seen you like fall asleep. I've seen you wake up and you don't have your hand on your face. Well, yeah, I'm awake. <laughs> I see. <laughs> 
I have my hand like this, and I wonder if it's, I always thought it was because I had, like, some surgeries when I was a kid. Like, I had bronchitis and, like, some tonsil stuff. Oh. And so they would put this, a mask with strawberry scent to get me to sleep. So I always thought it was that, but then my mom said in her sonograms, I had my my hand, like, cupped like this, like, as if you were going to catch some water with your hands, like oh some raindrops. God. I have one hand over my face, like, a, like, Bane, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm an REM Bane. Wait, that's like so this. cute. It's so weird, but that's I so always cute. do it. Every boyfriend knows. You'll probably see. We're traveling soon. You'll probably see it. It's very weird, but it's very comforting. I l- I sleep with my leg up, like on my stomach, with my leg up, and then I wrap my hand around my oh, leg like that. Yeah, and that feels like the be- like I'm like oh I'm safe now. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like when you're sleeping next to a boyfriend. I'm I'm sure, yeah. And they're like, how am I going to spoon this? They, like, do the same thing. <laughs> they grab my other leg. Two figure fours just on top of each other. <laughs> Did we answer the tip? What was it? Bad smells? Yeah. <laughs> Brush your tongue. Oh, yeah, I love and that. And floss. Oh, my God. I've been flossing a lot when I'm driving. Oh, that's... It's probably bad. That's actually a really good way to get it in, though. It is. I never miss a day. I love... You just have, like, a little flossy guys mm-hmm. in your car? Well, oh my god, I moved your car the other day and I saw floss on the side and yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if that like was stuck on her shirt or something. But I love that you were, wait, do oh, you do yeah. that? <laughs> you thought a piece of floss was stuck on my shirt, which is very, Fair. yeah, that's very apropos Do you use uh, like flossy sticks or do you use floss itself? The actual floss. So nice. this is bad. I hope no cop is listening, but I'll be driving and I'll put my knee sure. and I'll hold or I'll drive with my knee, mm-hmm. the, the steering wheel, and then I'll floss uh, on my way to Pilates every morning. I love that. I floss every night. Like it's like I my nighttime brush routine. Oh, you do it at night. I love. I love it so much. Do you ever floss too hard on purpose so that you could feel where your teeth are? Yes, oh, you do. I do. I love I it. S- and then you go like you crunch down. You. Yes. Your teeth. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe somebody else does this. <laughs> and it's like it's like a. And it's like ugh. you can feel. It's like an X-ray of feeling of oh your my mouth. God. It's kind of fun. It's sick. Yeah, it's like a sonar for for your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> my my buddy is a stand-up comic and he has the best flossing joke. I'm going to butcher it, but it's he's like I wish uh flossing was a class in college and then if you bled during your final, <gasps> you failed. And I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, cuz that means you just were never doing yeah. it. Have you met the people who are like proud of not flossing? They're like, I don't floss. No. Oh. Really? Yeah. Do you know flossing is more important than brushing your teeth? Yes. Not many people know that. I only floss once a day though. What about you? Unless something's well, like stuck in my teeth. Why would you ever floss more than once a day? I just I feel like some people do it whenever they brush their teeth like like morning and night. Oh, I can't. But I would never. No, that's too much time out of my life. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I do love flossing though. Oh. I love you that wanna, you do the same thing. If you want to make your life better, start with flossing. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy. That's what Jonathan Van Ness says. Really? Every single time he goes into somebody's like bathroom or whatever to check their grooming stuff, he's like, "Where's the floss?" I Just love another that. reason to love Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> do you have a tip on siblings? Ooh, you go first. Mm. Uh, I guess it's that's kind of difficult because it's like how what's the age difference you know a different tips would be different I don't know if I have a tip on siblings I guess I guess mine would be um my tip on siblings would be I think just check in on them more than you think you do because like I'll realize I'll be like oh my god I haven't talked to my brother in a week like that's odd yeah and so like and I know that my um 
my roommate has been like checking up on her siblings more and it's like made them closer and like stuff like that. And I think when it's family, I think it's so easy to just like take people for granted because it's like they're always going to be there. They're always there. They're like nothing you could ever do in a family can like really break somebody up. Of course, there are like extenuating circumstances that can change that. But like I th- it, it can't hurt to be like, hey, how's your week been? Hey, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Oh, we should get dinner soon. Like. I think I think that's probably nice. And it and never like you'll only feel good if you're checked up on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I would say travel with them alone. Oh. Like not a family trip, not with your parents or you can do cousins, but I guess once you get old enough, it's especially my sister and I, we live across country from each other's, but we will meet each other in a different country that's or so a different cool. city. Yeah. So it's like if you can meet halfway, like if you live in San Diego and they live in the Bay, like meet halfway in between there, take a, a road trip and drive just to like, sh- yeah, strengthen the relationship because it is like it's a blood given relationship. You don't have to work for it. Yeah. Because like sometimes a lot of siblings wouldn't be friends if they weren't. For sure. I I'm super lucky. I think my brother and I would be friends if we weren't siblings. But I, I 100% agree with you. I didn't really realize that uh, Eddie, my brother, and I, I thought when you were saying travel alone, I was like, oh, we've never done that. But then I realized that we took a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> so we were together alone for four days. Right. And it's cool because it's like when you're like new friends with somebody or like even if you are super close but you haven't been friends for a long time, sometimes silences can be hard. Oh, But yeah. with a sibling, it's like you could be – there were times during the road trip where we were quiet for like two and a half hours. And I then know. I was like, oh, yeah. Do you want a sandwich? <laughs> I know. That's the cool thing. I think that's like the threshold of when you have a good friendship is when you don't need to say anything. That's my favorite because I also don't like saying many things, <laughs> which is weird because I have a podcast. Well, but... the things you are say are are always good. So it's like. <laughs> Lizard. <laughs> Insects. Lizards. <laughs> It is so nice. I mean, it's like Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. She's like, it's so nice when you can just share a silence with somebody. I know. Silence is silence is literally golden. It's so nice. It's so good. I one time my mom told my sister and I that all she wanted for Christmas was peace and quiet. <laughs> and I made her uh, it was like when I was like into graphic design and or, I mean I still am, but yes. like when I <laughs> this was yesterday. When it was a couple years ago when I first got into doing Photoshop and photography, I like took a photo of Nicole, my sister, and one of me, and I like did calligraphy on it of like peace and then quiet. Both of us were one and the other, and then it was like I quoted her in the middle and she kept it and she was like, I look like a horrible mom because it's like all I want for Christmas <laughs> is peace and quiet. And I made it a gift. That's what <laughs> I don't know any mom including my own, who for Mother's Day wasn't like, I want to not be a mom today. Aww. <laughs> Which is fair. Have you, did you ever see that commercial? Oh, my God. Where it was like people audition for the world's, or people interview for the world's hardest job. And like this guy's asking a bunch of questions and he's like, oh, uh, you have to provide love. You have to do all these things. And it's not obvious that it's a mom. And yeah. then the people are like, oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Like, what are... um. Like, what? what's the time off for, like, Christmas and stuff? And the guy's like, oh, there's actually no time off. You actually have to be more happy and more cheerful and love even harder than you do. And the people are like, wait, what? Oh, my gosh. And then, oh, my God, I'm going to chill. I am cold. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'll show you after the pod. It's, oh, it's, and then it's like, this job is being a mom. And it's like. Is it a Dove commercial? They be doing crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Dove is on one. Dove is so on one. Oh my god, that's so funny. 
That's so funny. I'll be crying out of nowhere, like 30 seconds in, and then it's like, body wash. Oh my God, I need much more than body wash. Where's the Kleenex? <laughs> and then, yeah, dude, Dove should make tissues. They, um, who was it? I think, I think Tide, Tide is really good with commercials too. Really? They had a commercial about like stay-at-home dads because you know how there's like oh yes it's like laundry commercials are like mom you gotta wash my soccer uniform yeah and then this one was just like a stay-at-home dad and it made me yes burst into tears I think tears I have seen this because my dad was a stay-at-home dad and I was like he did do the laundry oh my and god I love Tide so oh my god we love a Tide queen <laughs> we love a brand ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me three more things of Tide Pods today, except for they meant to send it to somebody else. No, they did not. They So they, it was addressed to me, but I I opened the handwritten card and it was like pink sweats with a dollar sign as the S. Do you know who that is? No, is it a person? I don't. I mean, it said pink sweats. So glad you love Tide as much as we do. Here's this. Is the like, sweats, the, is the S the first dollar sign or The second? last one. Pink sweats. And I was like, He's I mean. He's a musical artist. Who is it? I pink sweats. I have your Tide Pods. <laughs> I think it's this guy. I'm holding them ransom for a feature. <laughs> Who is that? He's pink sweats. Holy crap! He loves Tide. Apparently, who doesn't? The one thing I know about pink sweats, he loves Tide. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is like, he's had a rough life, and you're like, but he also loves his whites to be pressed. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that happened this funny. morning. Oh my God! That's I mean, three times. I threw away the letter and kept the tide. Of course. (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) That's their new tagline. (laughs) Good tip. What was that on? Uh, Siblings. Siblings. Of course. (laughs) Okay. Here's the last one before we take a break. What's your tip for the best day of the week? (gasps) Oh, it's a Friday. Mm -hmm. I would say do something like super fun in the beginning of the day too. Like me and uh, me and Emily had like hot chocolate date today, <laughs> and that was super fun. And I, I don't know. I feel like Fridays just have a very good energy. They do. And then if you go out on a Friday night, the next day is Saturday, so it almost feels like you have a three day weekend. Oh yeah. Well, you wouldn't go out on Sunday, right? Or like I, not as hard as you would on a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah, of course. So you have a two day weekend, kind of. <gasps> yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, you're saying Friday night is like another day. It feels like a, a three-day weekend. Yes. And that's, yeah, I think that's the best day of the week. What's yours? Okay. my I'm going to take the answer in a different direction, and I'm going to say a tip to make any day the best day of the week. <gasps> I'm a Dove commercial. <laughs> I'm bawling. <laughs> tip to make any day the best day of the week? Tell your mother you love her. <laughs> I I mean, this is like a, such a me thing, but music. Add music everywhere. Yesterday I had a bunch of meetings, uh, and none of the offices I went to had any music, which I get, like, it's, it's corporate. Mm-hmm. But, like, you won't find a second in my office that doesn't have music on. Like I, Except I'm, when the ghosts turn it off. That's right. I'm not happy without music. So I would say uh, music and plants and, yeah, hot chocolate or tea, coffee, and take breaks. Take a break to, like, get out into the actual earth. And then, like, you can go walk to a coffee shop there and just, like, get away from doing so much work because then it's just going to be like you're in a a little bunker. And that would make every day a bad day. I love Unless you you love bunkers. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you always have music on. I think it's such a, like, a... 
It's so nice. It makes everybody around feel good. Yeah. And I never noticed it because I was never like a music person. I love that you always have it on. It's the best thing ever. Do you have like a specific type of music for like a specific day or like do you just pick on what you feel like in that moment? Like what's your music tip? Yeah. I feel like what's in the moment, but it's either going to be like nostalgic 2000s, like summer jams or something like an indie playlist is kind of nice. If it's like a Friday, I'll do like a hip hop situation. Mainly how you feel that day. Also, you can put Christmas music on in July, in March, in October. It doesn't matter. Well, because you put Christmas candles on always, right? Yes, I do. I think that's so nice. I love the smell of a fir tree. Mm. Love. Okay, that's my tip for best day of the week. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we're back. Are you ready? I am. For more tips. (gasps) For more jars? Tip jar. Question number one. Chapstick or lip exfoliator? Ooh. I don't know if this is if it's a this or that, or do you have any tips for e- either of them? I love Burt's Bees chapstick. Here's my thing about Burt's Bees. Some of them are soft and some of them are hard. I agree. Why? I don't know. Don't do that. Bad. Make it more consistent. Which would you prefer? If the it had soft. Same. But you have a hard one in your car. No, I don't. The coconut one is hard. Uh-uh. How soft are you? <laughs> She just looked to the side. <laughs> like, I mean, it like glides differently. Like the, um, like the, their pomegranate flavors are really smooth. Yeah. In the more, any of the ones that are more like chalky white are a little bit more chalky. Yeah. Like the, the one with the same color cap as the tube, like the yellowy honey colored one. Yeah. It's so hard. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah, the soft ones are so nice. They're so nice. The pomegranate Burt's Bees. Oh, yeah. Very good. Really good. So that's your your tip is Burt's Bees? Mm-hmm. For is chapstick? Well, I have one for each. Oh. I have a tip for chapstick. Love it. Which is get this other one. Stop using chapstick and start using this one. 
thing that I love. It's called like Laneige, L-A-N-E-I-G-E. It's like a lip sleeping mask. It's this pink little tube, like a jar. You open it and then you have to put your finger in it, which is the worst part about it. But I wish they I wish they made it in a chapstick form Ooh. because I swear my lips feel so much better after using that. And it stays forever and it makes you your lips look more plump too. Really? Maybe not plump, but healthier. You let me use that sometimes, and it is so, so, so nice. It's also really cheap. Is it? Yeah, it's like 15 bucks on Amazon. This guy, right? Oh, it's on Amazon? Oh, my God, it's on Amazon. I only thought it was on Sephora. Oh. Yeah, you should definitely grab this. If you're listening to this right now, stop what you're doing and grab it, because that is so worth it. Yeah. Here's my tip for lip exfoliators, is don't spend your money on them. You can make the same thing with honey and brown sugar, and it is... The same exact thing you'd pay like thirty dollars for. It's for that's a really good one. I really Does like it, that. Do, is there like a way to like? Do you just rub it on for a couple seconds and then rinse it off? That's what I do. I don't really know how to exfoliate anything. Just like <laughs> rub really hard, right, until it hurts, <laughs> until you're bleeding. <laughs> that's yeah. I I mean my skin gets so dry, so that's nice. My lips do too. Yeah. Oh my god. Same. You put vitamin E and stuff if your skin gets dry. Oh. In your moisturizer, put vitamin E. And if, if you, like, use eyebrow liquid, what would it, like, a pomade, right? If you yeah. use a brow pomade and it starts to dry up, if it's super old, you can put a drop of vitamin E in that, too. I've heard that, but I didn't know that, I mean, I guess I just didn't put it together that that would help moisturize it. That's yeah, smart. vitamin E is super moisturizing. I love it. Oh, okay. I'm buying that right now. <laughs> She's on Amazon right now. Still. <laughs> you Amazon. Do you have tips for socializing in college? Quick tip. Oh, <laughs> I just went to my friend's college for all of that. My college sucked. I didn't like, I mean, I was like friendly and nice, but I didn't really have any like need to make friends because I had a really strong core group that just didn't go to my college. Mm-hmm. So for me, my literal college experience was kind of just like go, learn, leave. That was how mine was too. <laughs> I really didn't have, like, well, I also, like, didn't want to socialize a lot in college. I was like, I'm going to take all these courses and I'm going to drive back to Orlando to dance. So I didn't have time to really be around anybody. You've always been super, super busy. Yeah. I wonder why that (laughs) is. break. Honestly, yeah. (laughs) I do. (laughs) That's, oh, dang. I mean, I guess just always be friendly. Like, that can't. Yeah. If somebody's, like, if. Your teacher sucks. Be like, wow, this teacher sucks to the person next to you. And I guarantee you they'll start talking. Yeah. I think a tip that I think would be nice, unless these the kids that are super quiet don't want to be talked to, mm-hmm. is like maybe talk to people that aren't being talked to because they're probably way more frightened than you are. That's a really good. That's a really good one. I would love if someone came up to talk to me if I was in a situation that I didn't know. Like if I'm in a Pilates class or a new class where I don't know anyone, if anyone talked to me, I would be stoked. That's yeah, that's another thing is like most people it's very rare to have somebody just be mean. Like you're never going to go up to somebody and be like, "Hey, how's your day been?" and they're going to be like, "Terrible, go away." Yeah. And if it does, I mean, unless that's their not... day was that terrible. And then you could be like, "Why? What's up?" <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's very rare that somebody's not going to be, like, res- responsive at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that is super nice. Like, of course it's nice when someone comes up to you. I love that. I know. If you're listening, anyone in my Pilates <laughs> class, why don't you say something? Excuse me. <laughs> Do you have a tip on eyeshadow? Ooh. 
Yes. You have many tips. Irene's <laughs> really into makeup. I am. I eyeshadow. Um, I really like. Oh, here's actually a tip that I love a lot. Okay. If you're wearing fake eyelashes, you don't start them like right at your tear duct. You start them like a little bit uh, into your eye, but then there's a gap where it's not as dark. So I like to use a flat brush and use a, like a really dark brown eyeshadow and do like a tiny little line connecting the end of your false or the beginning of your false lash strip into your tear duct. Yeah. And then do a quick little swipe of eyeliner. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like that's your whole lash line instead of yeah. it starting somewhere. That's really good. Give them another eyeshadow tip, though, because that's really good for that. But I think you have like so many that can help. That's true. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so sweet. Um, if you want a really precise wing or like a winged shadow look, you can just put a piece of tape starting from the corner of your eye, like the outer corner of your eye up. And then you can be as messy as you want. And then you take the tape off and it's like super clean. Yeah. That's uh, a good one. You could also do that if you don't have tape and just use like a little makeup wipe to do a straight line oh, across. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did today because I didn't have any tape. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. Of course. Why would you have anything with <laughs> held together with tape? All your furniture is taped together. <laughs> it's made of tape. <laughs> What's yours? I think mine would be to put one base color before you start putting other eyeshadow on. That's a really good one. So I do like a like a beige type of color on top of all my all over my lid like from my brow bone all the mm-hmm. way down to my lash line and then I take a little bit deeper because I do like a very natural color if unless I'm going to like an event and then like pack on like the browns and the reds yeah but if it's just like a normal day I usually do like two shades deeper than the the all over color and then I start at the outsides and do little circles and then circle inward so that because I don't have a monolid so I'm trying to make my eye look a little bit bigger so I start from the outside and do like a v like an um outward v that are that's going on oh like a greater sign yeah greater than less than yeah greater than less than (laughs) on each of your eyes so that you have some dimension because what I hate when people wear eyeshadow other than people wearing blue eyeshadow which is like (laughs) how like if you're wearing blue eyeshadow, you make me remember. Like it makes me think of Isma from the Emperor's is, New Groove. Yeah, that's so funny. Or like dude. the uh, like any cartoon old woman has it, blue the, eyeshadow. The, uh, the eyelash lady. Yeah, the eyelash lady from the Rescuers. <laughs> we gotta stop doing this. Uh, oh, what? We gotta stop doing what? Oh, oh, blue, blue eyeshadow. eyeshadow. I thought you meant <laughs> talking about the Rescuers. Oh, no. like, <laughs> blue eyeshadow, which yeah. is like. I think the people that wear it that like that are of the older generation, it was like cool in the eighties. Yeah. And I totally understand that, but unless you're a mermaid for Halloween, what's the point? Yeah. Or unless you're like doing a makeup look or something, but not on like a normal Tuesday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's crazy. It's also like it's so dependent on your skin tone because like if I were to put like a really like blue, blue eyeshadow, I would look like I got a black eye because that's Right. Like but like girls with really deep skin tones yeah, I guess can rock it so beautiful. hard. Yeah. I-, I always think it's interesting, but it's because I'm so like tuned into like what I like on me. So when people come out with eyeshadows that have like palettes that have blue in it, I'm like, why do they have blue in this? It's just a waste of a color. And then I see like that's so some, true. some girl with like beautiful olive skin walking down, like crushing it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that's why they have it. <laughs> that would make so much sense. I If I open a palette and it has any color in it, I'm like, this is horrific. Yeah, same. 
If it's so not close minded, if it's not like a a light base color, a a black black, and then like a bunch of reddish browny warm colors, yeah. I never cared. Let's give a tip on our best eyeshadow palette before we move on to the next thing. Oh, okay, you go. I really like. Okay, there's two that I use almost every day. One of them is a tart. Uh, I think it's like a. It's it's called like tartlet or something like that. Yes, you have the tartlet palette. If you open it, it smells like cupcakes, and that's how you know you have the right one. <laughs> that one has really good everyday colors, and then I really like to use the Jaclyn Hill palette for any time I'm going out. That one's really good. Those the, all the colors in both of those are so conducive to your skin tone. They look so good on you. There's this one that you always, whenever you wear it, I'm like, what eyeshadow are you wearing? You do. <laughs> um. I love the Jaclyn Hill palette also, uh, but I think my favorite uh, eyeshadow comes from Melt Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. There's one called the Rust Stack that I, like, if somebody was like, you can only use this, these five eyeshadows for the rest of your life, I would pick those five. Oh, it's a pack of five. Yeah, they have, like, they they come in stacks, so they're, like, magnetic. Oh. And it's, like, five eyeshadows magnetically stacked on top of each other. Um so it's like a mini palette kind of, but I love it. It's like mustardy yellows and like reddy browns. I love them. Those look so good on you because you're like a canvas. You're a oh canvas skin. You, so you have canvas skin. Hey, baby. So gross. It's so textured. <laughs> it's so dry and needs all vitamin E. You have skin like a canvas, girl. That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I can't pull off those colors because I am yellow. <laughs> Next, a tip for eating healthy. Ooh, you go first. Okay, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times. I think it's the Khloe Kardashian rule. You eat one bite of something decadent, and hopefully that will curb everything. Mm. Other than that, I have started implementing this new rule in my life because I have realized that, well, now that I'm not injured anymore, I've started to dance again, and so I never really get enough time to eat before I dance. So I am like, Anytime I eat, I think that I'm going to dance after so that I don't overeat. So I'm like, and I don't eat too, like something that's too decadent or too greasy because I oh, would never be able to really dance smart. after a pizza. So it's like, I want to be ready to dance at any time, which I know I'm not going to be dancing all the time, but it's like a good thing to put in my mind so that I don't overeat or I don't overindulge in something or I don't eat something that would make me feel crappy anyway. That's a really, really good one. Really? That's great. Yeah. Cool. Because like over, I mean, overeating never feels good. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're it's going good to do it moment. tonight. Of course, <laughs> we're going to all you can eat sushi after this. <laughs> I will always um, drink like a the whole like two cups of water. That's you always mention that, and I always think of you when I try to do it. But that's so much water. It's a it's a lot. You mean right when you wake up? I do it right when I wake up, and I try to do it before any meal. Oh my gosh. So that way How you're, you're not always on the bathroom. I am. On the bathroom. I'm on it. You're on top. <laughs> I'm on the roof. Like Snoopy. <laughs> of the water house. You're Snoopy on a water tower. <laughs> That's my Snoopy impression. It's just asleep, but <laughs> um, um but that's because that'll be a good way to get in like the amount of water you need. Yeah. And also a lot of the times when your body is like, knock, knock, I'm hungry, it's really just thirsty. Yep. A lot of the times, obviously, it's hungry. But 
if you just drink water and give yourself like 10, 15 minutes, you might not be as hungry as you thought you were. So you can kind of eat the right amount. Mm-hmm. But I also sometimes like eat like total trash and totally don't do this. And like that's fine too sometimes. Yeah. It just happens. But yeah, I'd eat, drink um, a lot, a lot of water yeah. before you eat and right when you wake up. That is a good tip. How about one for finding a passion? Oh, gosh. I think we talked about this before, maybe in our last tip jar. Oh, but the I think I'd said something really similar. I hope I don't say it this time. So I'll say something else other than this. But if you haven't listened to the other one, listen to it. But I think I said, like, do something that you could, what, you know, it more than I do. <laughs> it's so good. I think this is one of my favorite, like, things you've ever said, actually. Um, you say. More than lizards? <laughs> no, I said one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you say, do something that you would be happy doing 14 hours a day. Mm. Which is like, like for me, it's baking. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love it so much, and like I kind of just like stumbled upon it because like my mom and I would do it, and I liked watching cooking shows, so I'd want to do that also, and like do what I saw. So that kind of just like, I guess, sort of fell into my lap. Like I've just always liked food, so it seemed like it was kind of a natural progression. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you ever really like? find a passion or is it always like in you sort of yeah I feel like it has to be in you that's like a Michelangelo sculpture or like that type of uh era when it's like already there and they just are releasing it like them sculpting it is them releasing what is already inside of the block I'm dead I love that I know I heard that once and I like Oh, my God. I love when you say that. I think that's so cool. I think it's crazy that that's what they were doing. Can, but can, like, but, like, his sculpture's in there. And he's just, like. He's, like, I gotta get him out. I gotta and, like, a breathe. block of ice that becomes ice art is, like. Right. Is that what it's called? Art? Ice art? I'm sure. <laughs> An ice sculpture. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's. Oh. I know. It's wild. But, yeah, I mean, I do think that it's in there. Maybe it's dormant or unfounded yet. But, like, when you do discover it, like, when I realized I liked dancing, I mean, I was just, like, kind of doing it all over the house. And I didn't realize that I liked it until I, was like, saw it on an InSync music video. And then I started, like, crying when I watched other people perform. And I was like, oh, there's something here. Like, I, I have some sort of attraction to this. And then just kind of fleshing it out from there. Would you find yourself, like going back to things that involve dance a lot like once you kind of were seeing it were you like seeking it out more often were you like or was it just whenever you would see it it would be like wow this is really important or did it kind of like magnetize itself towards you I can't really remember the order of everything but I remember watching the InSync Madison Square Garden footage from that year that was like a very long time ago and then my cousins and I would put on shows for our family on the 4th of July and my cousin Kelly and I would choreograph them we would do like Christina Aguilera come on over and it was it's so funny because actually my cousin is getting married in February and they were like can you come fly home one day early and then you guys do another routine oh my god because he would dance in the front of it like he would do like break dancing like six steps and stuff and then we would have choreography in the back to like in sync and backstreet boys and so my aunt was like can you come back and do a performance like you guys used to that's so freaking cute we're all like 25 to 30 i cannot (laughs) wait to see this oh my god i love that yeah so wow Hopefully. I mean, I think it's like in our blood, like Filipinos are all about dancing and singing anyway. Well, you're, so, I mean, not you, the whole Filipino culture, but like the Filipinos I know who dance are unbelievable. Yeah, they're it's really insane. good. My favorite dancers are Filipino. Same. 
Oh, she gestured to me. <laughs> or is Keone Madrid behind me? <laughs> or is it June Kamado? Who is it? Brian Puspos? Who are you? Who are you looking that's at? That's so freaking funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh, I think we have time for like two more. Okay, cool. Um, we already did makeup one, so I'll go. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you? Oh, I picked two. Do you have a tip for speeding tickets? Oh. Is that your tip? Just to do that? Yeah, and then to you'll get one. Up? I mean, just like, just pay it. Mm-hmm. Just get it over with. As soon as you get it, go to the courthouse, do whatever you have to do, just pay it. Because, like, some people are going to say, like, go to court and, like, push the date back a bunch of times. But mm-hmm. I'm very much, like, just get stuff out of the way. I don't want to think about it. Do the driving school to get it off your insurance record and, like, done. Oh, yeah. That's really good. But have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Yes. I was late for school and I got pulled over and he was like, why are you speeding? I was like, I'm going to be late for school. And he was like, well, you're going to be much later now. I was like, geez. (laughs) Is this in your script of like comebacks? You're like a telemarketer. Yeah. That's terrible. I was really sad. Yeah. They were relentless. Do you remember how much it was? uh, No, I mean like definitely a lot, especially I was in high school. Oh yeah. But I I think if you get pulled over while getting a speeding ticket, don't try and lie and don't try and cry. I would say just mm-hmm. be super honest and respectful and say, be so truthful in why you're speeding and that you understand and you're so very sorry. Um, it, I tried to cry. It did not work. Yeah, I can't cry on command anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I cried all my tears. That's right. I have no tears left to cry. Ariana Grande. We're on the same team. <laughs> I'm just upside down all of a sudden. <laughs> With a t- high ponytail. <laughs> Midcon. Reverse Rapunzel. <laughs> Bad joke. Thanks for laughing. I'll take a laugh, even if it's a pity laugh. I love My a pity friend laugh. the other day was like laughing a little bit at a joke I said, and then she started laughing a lot. And I was like, what just happened to you? And she was like, well, in the beginning, I was pity laughing, but then it actually turned into a real laugh. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> My heart. I was like, that hurt a little bit, but then I guess less. I don't know. Yeah. Be honest. Pay your speeding ticket right away. That's a really good one. That's what you said. I know. That's a really good one. (laughs) Okay. Our last one in the most deep of all. Do you have a tip on noodles? (gasps) Yes, I do. What is it? All right. Do not get the Marcheron... Top ramen. Don't get the like oh. labeled top ramen. That's trash. It tastes terrible. It's not good. I love Momofuku for inventing it. I think it's really cool, but like gross. You need to get Sapporo Ichiban. Mm. It's only a dollar. I know it's not 30 cents, but it's a dollar. And I don't think I've ever had that one. Oh, it's so much better. It's Why? So, it's more flavorful. The noodles are better. There's more of it. Like, it's just the much better there's ramen. There's more than Top Ramen? Like, there's more noodles. Whoa, there's so many noodles, I think, in Top Ramen. I know, but there's more, and it tastes better, and the noodles are better, and I like to make it with tofu and broccoli oh, and wow. sriracha. Whoa. And then it's like a meal for like a dollar fifty, and it's great. That's really good. What's yours? Well, mine is a Top Ramen-based tip. <gasps> Because I've never had this. I'll, I'll make you some. I can't wait. It's gonna be, oh, you're going to love it. I probably will. So my tip for Top Ramen is cook it normally. Take it out. Well, actually, I like it really soggy. So really? like You like everything soggy. It's that's so clear right. to me. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why I like Chick-fil-A fries because they're kind of soggy. <laughs> <laughs> so make it super soggy. Cook it for like five more minutes than you should so that the noodles are almost translucent. And then turn off the heat and then crack an egg on top so that it cooks while it's in there and then slowly pour it out so then it's like a full-on mmm. That's a really, really good tip. Thank you. The egg or the soggy? The egg, of course. Absolutely <laughs> not the soggy. That's the worst tip you've ever given. What's your favorite soggy thing? I bet you like something soggy. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite soggy thing. You like oatmeal. Ugh. Um, I d- that's actually what I was thinking of is oatmeal. Uh-huh. But that's meant to be soggy. You They're- know what's bad that's soggy? Hmm. Everything? Grits. Grits. Oh, I don't, but I don't love grits even when prepared, like, super properly. How is it prepared properly? Well, like, with cheese and bacon and stuff? Yeah, like, just, like, I don't like, like, I just don't like grits. If Neither do I. If you have to put cheese <laughs> and bacon on it to make it edible, stop making it. Oh, that's a great point. Like, don't. Stop. <laughs> like... mac and cheese without cheese and bacon is still good because it's noodles i'm pointing to megan aggressively in agreement (laughs) my point grits are bad yeah tip on noodles don't eat grits (laughs) i think i might choke so this is the end of the podcast thank you so much for tuning in this is a tip jar episode so if you want to be in one of these Tweet me at Megan Batoon with the hashtag just a tip jar and we'll put it in our bank for future episodes. Otherwise, if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Double points if you mention your age because that only helps you in the end. Also rate us five stars and leave a comment that's funny because I've started to do my favorite reviews. I look and see which ones make me laugh the most. And at the top of the episode, I read it out loud. So do that and we will be happy. And don't you want us happy? Who doesn't? Grits. Who doesn't? Okay. All right, Grits. It's about time. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my heart. (laughs) she's found it yes okay this is not a normal episode um this is probably going to be the longest episode for sure because we already did a whole thing oh yeah and now we're not done no sir (laughs) no ma'am no anyone this is (laughs) this is so like sad to have to talk about but um you guys have come to know and love Irene on the pod. And, and thank you for that. The support is very nice. We need more support because Irene is following her dream to become a full-time baker. I'm trying. You're going to kill it. <laughs> thank you. I hope so. But I do feel... What's weird about the whole thing is that your like my biggest inspiration. So it's hard to say bye to somebody who has been like always telling me to do the thing. Um, but it's it's kind of cool at the same time. Like I feel like most people don't have that opportunity to be like, I'm following my dreams because of you, Aww. but also bye for this part. Right. <laughs> and it's very, um, it's very hard. It is very hard. Thank you for always 
supporting me and believing in me and everything. Of course. It's the, I mean, we've talked about it so much off. What's up? I'll take one. <laughs> we'll take one after this for sure. <laughs> it's fine. I love that. I was going to give you a support dog. I saw him just marching up. I was like, this is happening. <laughs> I guess he's just coming on in. <laughs> Should we take that part out or what? No, I think it's hilarious. Okay. We could take, like, the pauses out. Okay. But what just happened? Marty came in. Uh, one of the co-founders of Headgum just came in with his dog and <laughs> interrupted and said, I thought you would need a support dog. And, and we both we, said, yeah. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> but we, what I was saying is, like, we've talked about this so much offline is that I've been in the same position, a similar position of, like, quitting something that was, like, secure to do something that I really wanted to do that I didn't know if I would make it. And... Like when Irene came into my office and said that she wanted to, to do this, it was like I had two mental states about it. It was like the the emotional like friendship response of like, you have to do this. And then the the business one of like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But in both scenarios that like both of them are so hard because I want you to succeed so badly that like I've given you everything that I know. <laughs> And I hope that it, like, helps you in the future. Well, I feel like that's the reason I'm going to succeed is because, like, I've seen how hard you work and all the effort you put into stuff. And, like, if I if I didn't have this opportunity with you, I wouldn't care as much about what I was putting out. Or it's not that I wouldn't care, but I wouldn't put as much care into it, I think. Uh-huh. And you've taught me so much about how important it is to – I mean, I think one of the most – Two, you've said two things that have, like, changed my life a lot. One is um, only make things that you would want mm. to have in the world. And the other is do something that you would want to do for 14 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, going through and, like, making this decision that is one of the hardest decisions I've ever made, those were the kind of things that were, like, echoing in my head was, like, I knew that you would want what was best for me, but, like, it was... Very hard, very, very hard to, like, make the decision of, like, okay, like, I ha- I have to do this now. I want this to, like, get started as soon as possible. And and it's really hard, but the, you know, you've taught me so much, like, of course, like, editing and, you know, how to do sound and stuff like that. Like, all the practical, logistical stuff of everything, but you've also just, like, taught me so much about hard work and determination and caring about what you do and following your dreams and not putting something out until it's right and Mm -hmm. like that's not something I paid much attention to before and I really appreciate that so thank you thank you it's a very sad goodbye Irene and I have both cried like every day for weeks it's been (laughs) it's been I'm I'm surprised that I can even like make sentences right now because like my closest friend and the only like, I've told you this before, but I mean, I've also told like YouTube and videos. I've been very candid about like losing inspiration. And I think meeting you for both of us is like we got put into each other's lives for a very specific reason at a very good time because like I 
wanted to quit so many times and like meeting you and becoming so close with you because we connected so intensely with like comedy and everything that we thought was funny like we think each other are the funniest <laughs> people we know yes. and so it's like so hard to say goodbye to like seeing my best friend every single day and doing something like creating stuff together yeah I felt like I was having fun for the first time on YouTube in a very long time because of the connection that we had. And so I'm very grateful that you needed a job in the beginning. <laughs> and I'm so happy that we got to work together and like make really fun stuff. And I'm very sad to see you go, but obviously I'm going to see you all the time. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> never going to get rid of me. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's a very, very bittersweet goodbye. So I wanted all of the audience to also have an opportunity to like give you a hug while the door kind of closes. Cause from what I've learned with like putting my relationships online is that like, it's not just my life, mm -hmm. you know, people that listen and watch are also involved. And so if we didn't say goodbye or like have this conversation, it would feel like they didn't have the respect of, hearing yeah. where you went or like give us an, an explanation like we deserve to hear this too like yeah. she is also our friend <laughs> and so anything that you want to say to them this is your time <laughs> um I I mean I agree it was it was so fortuitous that you and I met at the time we did it was when I really needed a friend and like you came through with that a million times over and and it wasn't just having a friend it was like having a great boss who wanted to teach and who wanted to like make cool shit and make stuff better and make everything good and make a great working environment and make a and like I don't know looking back on it now I'm like I don't know how we did this best friend boss relationship thing. I mean it was the hardest thing in the world it was so <laughs> hard and weird and like I wouldn't it's so weird because I think our relationship is so unique and special and and weird and great and, like, the best thing ever that I, like, I don't think I could ever recommend being friends with your boss because I just don't think it could ever turn out the way it did for us. I don't think – I think it's a, an anomaly in the weirdest <laughs> outlier of a situation. I don't think this is It's like the, the one time something has worked out in both of our lives was this <laughs> friendship. And – it's it's the thing that I'm like so unbelievably grateful for every day and and as a, as a boss and you know employee perspective I'm so sad to leave that because like you're a fucking great boss and you're so fun and you're so exciting and the office is so cute and like <laughs> everybody that like sees my Instagram stories is always like oh my god I wish my office looked like this and then they'll like send me a picture of their desk and I'm like this sucks but um but to everybody's listening who like cares about the advice I have to give or thinks that my laugh is funny. Laughs <I, laughs> now. <laughs> I just uh, it's it means a lot like seeing that you guys like have grown to care about me and give a shit about what I have to say and like I I I this podcast has been such a blessing to be a part of and like if anything I've said has ever helped anybody like that's so cool. And cool. I see how you help people every day. And so it's nice to just get to have been, it's nice to have gotten to be a part of that. And I am forever grateful, not just for the podcast, but for everything that you've given me. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> Can we just take a cry break? Oh my god. Please. <laughs> me? That's every been day? me for two weeks. <laughs> I've been Truly. trying on my I oh gosh, it's just so much. But thank you. We're all saying thank you for you. Thank you for you. Oh cute. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. The saddest <laughs> goodbye in the world. <laughs> Bye. It's just two ma- mice saying goodbye to each other. It's country mouse and city mouse saying goodbye to each other Why for the last time. Why do you know time. so many mouses? <laughs> You've never seen country mouse, city mouse? Of course I haven't. I don't see anything. What is this? I've seen The Rescuers, and that is a good mice movie. <laughs> Who's, I know your favorite mouse. Who's my favorite? Oh, oh of course. Gus Gus. <laughs> All right, bye forever. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.